Hi, Danny. Good to have you on the show. Hi, how are you? Fine, and you? Good. <laughs> so, um, could you please tell everyone what you do and, um, yeah. Uh, my name is Danny Daniels, and I am a porn star, an adult entertainer, um, however you want to put it. <laughs> Got it. So, um, could you please share with us, I think, um, everyone who is listening to this right now, Danny, would love to hear, like, um, could you please share with us the story behind, like, how did you get into porn? Um, so I got into porn um, to pay off my school debt. <laughs> Long story short, <laughs> um, I was stripping at the time. I was in art school, and then and, and how, <laughs> how, how, how did you <laughs> how did you get into stripping? Um, I honestly just started stripping because it sounded like fun after college so um i started doing that and then um one night when i was dancing i overheard someone talking about you know like girl girl porn and i was like you can just do girls <laughs> so i eventually uh, shortly thereafter um moved to la and started doing girl girl and then that led to boy girl and here we are <laughs> <laughs> very cool so, so um you, you had no friends that were uh, doing porn at the time or um, yeah, yeah I didn't even watch porn so <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared at all um yeah I just uh, I researched some agents and I found one that I really really liked and um I did some like research on the industry as a whole but yeah I didn't know anybody <laughs> <laughs> so um we're like very nervous before doing your first scene I think like for a lot of people this is like a huge huge step like um, yeah, so. Yeah, it was funny because I, my first girl-girl scene was like a group scene. So I was actually just more excited to work with, to like have sex with women than actually like be on camera. So it kind of distracted me in a sense. Um, and I didn't really <laughs> until after the fact that I was like, oh, okay, that happened. But it was, yeah, there, I didn't really there wasn't really any nervousness like and the girls that I worked with my first time were really really kind and welcoming so it was an it was a nice experience and 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 uh, like for instance I think a lot of people who are listening to things that they, they might think like oh what would be uh, what would my parents think or my friends or my social circle so did you had no contents at all about your life trajectory or um yeah yeah it's funny because I didn't think about my family or friends, I kind of made the decision for myself. So after the fact, it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, my family's going to find out. My friends are going to find out. And they all did. Um, my family. <laughs> when, when did they find out about you doing uh, porn? Um, probably like six months into it-ish. Uh, okay. And they weren't, I wouldn't say they were excited, but once they figured out that <laughs> it was What did like, they say? What did they say? Um, you know, like it wasn't, I don't, it was just kind of like a shock. Like, um, are you, you know, like posing nude? I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> were you like ashamed or no, were, no, no, I've cool. never been like embarrassed or ashamed or anything like that. Um, it was more just like the embarrassment of like, oh, I probably should have planned this better. <laughs> Or maybe told them or, like, prepared them. <laughs> but, like, my whole high school found out. Like, my graduating class. It was just, like, it was comical. But um, my family, once they figured out, like, oh, okay, I'm in a safe space. I don't have a drug problem or I'm not trapped. <laughs> or Then they were fine. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people... Um, they have like a, a bad image of the porn scene. They think like, oh, all the people who are doing porn, they're totally fucked up. They have like yeah. terrible family lives and drug issues. And Yeah, we um, got like kicked off a bus somewhere and left for dead. <laughs> and like now we have to, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> so so what would you tell to them, um, to the people who have like, uh, uh, like for instance, I, I don't think like uh, everyone who is doing porn is fucked up. For instance, I had a guest on my show and um, he's running a webcam studio in uh, uh, Bucharest, and oh. um, and 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 he, he, I can clearly tell those girls like aren't like they don't have any like drug issues or something like that. Yeah, they're so, not like locked in a camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, um, 
Yeah, I, I love it, especially because I do a lot of rough scenes. I think a lot of people come to me and they're like, oh, my gosh, you must. Are you OK? This must be so horrible. <laughs> like, this is awesome. Like, I I love this. I'm in a safe space, a safe environment. Like, um, this is what I enjoy as a person. So, yeah. <laughs> OK, so 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 what happened um, after you did your first couple of porn scenes? So because you are like now super, super, super mega famous. So, um, yeah, what oh, happened? So, <laughs> um, share with us the journey, the journey of, uh, yeah, becoming famous. So, so like when I, when I got into porn, like I was saying, like the money was like a bonus for school, but in reality, it was just like, I wanted to have sex with as many women as possible. <laughs> and so I kind of took, I took every scene I could that was like a, le like a legitimate company, if you know what I mean. And I was just constantly shooting and constantly banging women. And I didn't think How many scenes per month, like roughly? Oh, uh, I was probably working six days a week. Oh man. Yeah. A so at this time, yeah, it was. I was <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I'll do two scenes a day. I'll, do, I don't care. Like, I'll do it. I'll show up happy, you know. Um, and so about. And how, how old were you back then? Sorry to interrupt again. But I was how, how old? Okay, twenty-one. Um, and so I just kept shooting, kept shooting. It was like this adrenaline rush. And I got to a point where, like, I started getting popular and I didn't even think about the idea of being like a porn star, because in my eyes, I was just like performing on camera. So it wasn't really something I signed up for. Um, but the fact that people enjoyed my scenes because I was enjoying it meant a lot. So, mm. you know. <laughs> so, so basically, it didn't feel, feel, feel uh, felt like work for you. So you really yeah. enjoyed your time. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's definitely like good days and bad days, like any job, but there's definitely, there's more good days. <laughs> yeah, because I think a lot of people, um, like, especially guys in my age or in, in their early 20s, they think like, oh man, this would be like the perfect job. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I had like a dollar for every email, like, how do I get in the porn industry from a guy? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so guys have it a lot tougher than we do, than the girls do. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so so what happened then? So um, you, you were like doing so, so many, sh uh, so, so many scenes and you were working like basically day and night. And um, so what happened then? So um, you were posting on social media content or um, yeah. Yeah, um, I hadn't I got advice from another performer that I should probably start social media platforms because I didn't I wasn't like a social media person before born um I didn't have like a Facebook I had like a MySpace like mm. way back in the day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um yeah so I made up I made all my platforms and I was just having fun on there because it was kind of the wild west and you could post anything so I was posting everything uh especially on like Twitter and when Vine was around I did a lot of stuff on Vine um and yeah like it just I, my popularity started going and it just kind of like organically just started evolving. And I think it didn't hit me that this was like a career, I think, until I did my first feature for Elegant Angel, my first like girl, girl movie. Um, and I was like, oh, OK, this is real. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> So um, for, for, for everyone who isn't familiar with, with your content, so where you're like posting on social media, um, like just like uh, sexual things or pornographic things or images of you or where like what kind of, of content were you sharing or are you sharing? So um, I was just super active posting like behind the scenes on set or, mm. um, you know, just like random pictures of my bush or my ass or my tits or like whatever like, <laughs> I just didn't care it was like just so much fun I was like I'm on set with this okay, super cool. hot girl like here's our boobs <laughs> enjoy <laughs> got it got it yeah. so um what do you think what, what I would like love to hear and I think a lot of people who are listening to this also like um I think there are so so many people who want to make it in the adult industry there are so so many like young girls or even guys who who want to become like super famous and they're like working their butts off day and night so what do you think like separates um those people from the, the the people who are like very very successful i think you have to love it i think you i like if you get into porn for the fame i think you're getting into it for the wrong reason i think you have to get into porn because you genuinely love having sex and you love just sex as a whole um and i think 
most of the most popular performers just love their job. They love showing up to set. They love banging. They love, you know, they just enjoy it. (laughs) And like the popularity comes with it because when you're genuinely into a scene, it shows, you know, you're not performing, you're enjoying yourself. So and, and and I think um, this is like great advice for um, every uh, for 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 most careers because I think a lot of people are nowadays stuck in jobs. They mm-hmm. really hate going to. Um, they they are always thinking about the weekend. Or um, and I think um, if you if you really hate what you are doing, you won't be like very passionate about it. Like for instance, like um, I stumped, somehow stumbled upon this whole like podcasting thing. I did like a German podcast at first, and um, I I loved it so much and i've uh, i've done now like nearly like 300 episodes in uh, like 15 months or something and i think um wow. this yeah wouldn't you definitely be... love it that's a lot yeah. <laughs> in, <laughs> this, in that, would... that time period <laughs> this would be like impossible <laughs> if i would hate this job like for instance i really hate math or anything that's related to numbers so mm-hmm. um if i if i would be working like in the math kind of job or anything math related like uh, this uh, I, I wouldn't continue with it like long term as this makes sense so i think this is like great advice in general yeah it just yeah if you do what you love usually it's you never have a bad day right because it's something you enjoy yeah. my worst day is better than if i had like something I hated, like, I would never want to work like a desk job. It's just not yeah. for me. So even like my worst day on po- in porn world is better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how are you handling the fame, Danny? Like, for instance, like, I, like, is it like, for instance, when you are going outside or when you're in NYC or in LA or maybe even in Europe here, um, where like people are recognizing you on the street and they say, hey, Danny, I saw you on Pornhub. <laughs> I don't know. like. <laughs> it's funny because like I love Europe because you guys are so open minded and you just do not give a shit about anything. Like, I love it. So when I'm there, I get stopped all the time. And actually, like one of my favorite encounters is I was in Edinburgh and these two German guys and they must have been like six, five and six, seven. They were huge monsters. They started screaming like, oh, my God. And they like ran across the street and they're like, can we take a like this doesn't happen in the U.S. because people don't want to admit that they jerk off to porn. So (laughs) (laughs) I get a lot of like looks here, like a lot of like husbands and boyfriends if I'm out somewhere Mm. will like look at me like this. (laughs) And like, I know they know, but it's rare that they come up to me. (laughs) Yeah. If they do, I don't mind. It's just like, it's just a different culture kind of. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always joking with my brother, like. Um, like every guy says they, they don't watch porn and, and yeah. like nobody watches porn. But if you are looking and, and at Pornhub is like the, yeah, the third or fourth most traffic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like the mass doesn't add up. It doesn't add up if you run. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> so, um, so was it like for you a, a gradual shift into fame or was it like a sudden thing where you're like, okay, now everyone is recognizing me or was it like a gradual thing? So could you please um, speak to that? I got, I got pretty popular pretty quick, I think. Um, but like it wasn't, I didn't start getting stopped on the street for a few years. And when that happened, it kind of, that's when it kind of like hit me too, because, you know, like you always see like your popularity on porn sites, like what number you're at or what's, you know, who's the most popular girl in the moment. And I would see that stuff, but it would just be like, oh, cool, like I'm doing a good job. Like it, it didn't like register as fame to me. But when people started being like, can I take a picture with you? Or when I, I have like a fan mail address, like when my fan mail started getting like flooded with like letters and like eight by tens, like, can you sign this? And that was when it really like hit me. I'm like, oh, OK, I'm not just doing a good job. I'm I guess <laughs> this is, <laughs> I guess I'm popular. I don't know. Who knew? <laughs> And, and and how are you like dealing with the situation? Because I was like talking to a lot of people on the podcast already who had like a half a million uh, followers or a million followers and even beyond. And um, what 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 the pattern that I'm seeing is that a few people are dealing with it very very well, and mm-hmm. a lot of people really hate it. Like uh, they, they, <laughs> they 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 really want to be anonymous at the end of the day. So how are you personally thinking about fame? Um, I. 
like I didn't sign up for it. Um, and I feel fortunate that I'm in an industry that like I live in New York and people here are just like cool. Like if someone does come up to me, they're like, Hey, you know, I love your work. Can I take a picture? Like I don't, I'm not the Beatles. I don't have screaming people like chasing me down the street. Um, so I feel fortunate. So that, you like, don't need job... a bodyguard or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like my husband's my bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel I'm, I'm thankful that like I'm not popular like a musician would be or an actor like a mainstream actor you know where they have to like have security and like they you know but I didn't like sign up for it and I don't mind it but I like I'm I'm a quiet person in real life even though I show my boobs and tits and ass on the internet like I'm actually very shy so um it's like, it's fine. And I'm thankful for all my fans. I think it's great, but it's not something that I wanted. If that makes any, I, th I mean that in like the nicest way possible, but it's just like, a, it was like an, something extra tacked on for just a job that I love. So, um, would you say that, um, they're like uh, downsides to fame or don't you think in general that, um, fame is generally speaking, uh, just a, a, a positive thing. So there could be um I'm in this weird position where people know me very intimately so I have a lot of fans that are like it, almost intrusive like they think they know me because they've seen me have sex on camera so it's a different you know like a, a mainstream actor would be a fearful of their nudes getting out right but like my nudes are plastered so <laughs> it's like this it's not a big deal yeah it's 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 fine I mean like they know everything about me you know I'm very transparent on social media and like it's good and it's bad and there's days that like I just don't want to share myself with the world and there's days that I don't care you know so it's kind of I'm glad I approached it in a sense of just like here's my life it's an open book because if I had to be very private I think it would be difficult if that makes any sense yeah totally <laughs> Um, and, 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 and let's circle back, uh, and, and let's speak, to, uh, talking about like the porn uh, industry. So what, what would you say that there are like also any downsides to the porn industry? Like, is there any truth in the conception uh, or a misconception that a lot of people might have about the porn industry where they're thinking, okay, um, there, there are a lot of shady things going on uh, behind the scenes. Um, is there some truth to that or do yeah, you think it's, I, um, I think yeah. everyone thinks that we like like do drugs and roll around in robes all day and have orgies and everyone fucks <laughs> each other but it's actually like very corporate um we get tested every 14 days uh we pick our partners we pick the companies that we shoot for performers are kind of unless you're under a contract with a company you're kind of an independent contractor so you get to choose who it is you want to work for and what it is you want to do And it's it's very safe. I mean, to, I would be lying if I said there weren't people in it that were shitty. But there's people that are shitty in every industry. And I think the like, like shitty, they're mean. Exactly less true, true. because there's less people. You know, there's more. It's more. Oh, uh oh, did you cut out? No, no, no. Are you there? Well, oh, okay. You froze, <laughs> and I got scared. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's. Everyone is so open and porn, you know, so the, I think the amount of shitty people is less than like, you know, Pam that works at the office that drives everyone nuts. Does that make, you know what I mean? But so what do you mean by shitty? Like they're like rude to, to people on the scene or um, yeah. No, you just you're always going to get like bad eggs, you know, someone that's in the industry that maybe it's not for them or someone that just has a bad attitude or it has an ego, just like human flaws you know mm, but yeah, it's like you kind of get voted off porn island <laughs> if you're shitty like people don't want to work with you yeah. so usually you know we kind of weed out each other and the people that remain are genuinely just people that like to work love the industry and you know love to so, fuck <laughs> so, so 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 basically um The, the 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 idea that a lot of people have is like totally nonsense in your opinion you yeah a lot of people just okay. think that we all have like drug problems and that mm. no one's tested and it's it's not the case <laughs> at all we all are tested you know wow. we all we all it's we treat it like a job you know so yeah. so um could you please share with us i think um what listeners would also love to hear uh danny is that um 
what what were the moments when you're looking back on your life right now like what were for you the best moments and maybe like you can speak about anything maybe it's like something particular related to your job or whatever and um what were like the the the, the most like the worst moments for you personally like speak to both sides please Ooh, um the worst moments I'll do that first because I like to end on positive notes, but I would say the worst moments, you know, people always judge you um, in the industry. If I always am going to be a porn star, like it's always going to be plastered on my forehead for everyone, you know, and even though I don't mind that there's definitely people in the world that don't accept it or they think that I'm a whore or they think I'm this terrible person or that I shouldn't be treated like everybody else. And like, it's a bummer because, you know, we're just people that are in the industry that enjoy sex and this is what I love to do so that is kind of like a bummer in a sense I did lose friends I did lose family there's people that you know didn't approve of my lifestyle what did and they I say? what did they say yeah, like, just, you know like people you know maybe like some of my friends might have been religious or just some people might have you know thought that I was in an industry that is a, you know not a positive light or just weren't agreeing with it you know but I just, you, you weed those people out and the positives, I mean, that's such a small amount of negative and there's so many great moments, you know, being able to enjoy sex and try things that I might not have been able to try in like my private life because it's a safe space, you know, um, you know, I banged two dudes on camera. I don't know if I would have ever done that in real life. I got to, you know, I would have wanted to, but I don't know if I would have had like it, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I've, I've been in orgy. Thanks for your honesty. In, yeah, but it's all, you know, you, you know, you're safe, you know, you're, you know, your partners are tested, you get rid of that fear, yeah. like bondage, like I got to explore a lot of BDSM that I, I, I would have never probably done. And, you know, how do you find someone that wants to hang you from the ceiling and, you know, smack you around? It's not exactly <laughs> an easy thing. And it's taught me a lot of business sense. It's taught me how to be independent, how to, you know, run multiple companies, um, you know, and a lot of life experience. And it's, I wouldn't have traded it for anything. So, and there's been Fair. great moments having my own movies, having my own feature movies, winning performer of the year, um, winning over, I think I'm at, at like over 20 awards and it's nice, you know, and I am now married And I talk about this a lot where I went into a marriage doing everything I wanted to do sexually. I've done it all. Everything that appealed to me, I've done it on camera for your viewing and my pleasure. <laughs> so when I got married, like there was, I knew exactly what I wanted in a partner. I knew exactly what I wanted sexually. And I, I don't have this like lack of, you know, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I did. I wish I fucked a woman. I wish I fucked 10 women. I've done it all. So it's, it's a nice feeling to go into a partnership and be like, oh, I know what I want. You're what I want. I have, there's nothing in the back of my head telling me otherwise, like this is it. <laughs> so yeah, very, very powerful. And I think, um, the, the big problem that we have in our society is that there are a lot of people that are saying, okay, this is wrong and this is right. And you have to do this and you shouldn't do this. And, um, a lot of people like, for instance, um, I was also interviewing like half a year ago, Alice Little, and she's like, uh, a very, very well paid, um, Uh, I, I don't know how 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 I should call her job, but she she's a sex worker basically in Nevada, and she's okay. making like half a million or a million a year or something. So um, she's basically killing it. And um, I was to be honest, I was like also like very afraid to upload the the podcast with her because I had like billionaires on the podcast, investors, like very popular people with very serious jobs, but um. I don't want It's to. It's so funny that you say that too, because just that that <laughs> idea, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Porn performers, exactly. Are, is it, that's not a serious job. That's just yeah. a fun, silly job that people aren't gonna like when they listen to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but that's that. You're right. That's the It's... that way that people, th you know, that's the way our society or the world thinks, and it's a shame because this really is a job. Shame. You know, I pay taxes. I I have businesses. It's just revolves around my butthole like let me live my best life <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of people that aren't gonna like it 
you know, there, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that listen to this episode that don't like me automatically because of my job. And you just have to get to a point where you're like, okay, like it's not for you. That's fine. But I enjoy it. So let me enjoy it. And, you know, and, 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 and what I love about people like Alice Little or what I love about you is that you really say to the status quo, like, fuck you, I, I'm going to do my own thing. Like whether you hate it or you love it, like, I don't care. I'm still yeah. going to be me. And I, I really love the message that you are sending out to the world because um I think it's quite sad because like even people like me, like, oh, we have to think like, oh, how, how are people like judging me for uploading this? And oh mm -hmm. what do they might think because i've interviewed only like serious people but um i think it's so silly like i don't want to create my own prison because uh some people might think this is wrong what i'm doing like fuck them they should stop subscribing to my podcast so exactly um, that's what i say yeah. like, you don't like it you don't have to follow me like you don't have you yeah. don't have to listen to me <laughs> but i think some people also get joy from you know hurting other people's feelings or you know being a bully online or whatever and it's just like i just i just laugh at it because i love my life and a co-worker of mine, Small Hands, he's an amazing performer. He said, like, people are commenting on your life. You automatically win. Because I don't know that person. <laughs> I don't know anything about them. But they obviously give a shit about my life. So I win at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah you know? and, I, and, I, and I think um, you have to feel sorry for those people. Like, man. Yeah. If you are sitting in your basement and you don't have anything better to do than write mean comments on YouTube, you are like the yeah. biggest loser I know. Like I think, yeah, like, like if you have half a decent like, life, like do something that makes you happy, and it maybe that does make them, maybe that brings them, you know, joy. And if that does, like you know, good for you, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and um. So what would you tell to the people who are listening to this right now that um might they they might not want to get go into the porn industry they want don't might uh they don't want to be an influencer on on social media or something like that but they might want to live a more authentic life they want mm -hmm. to like do maybe like kinky things with their partner and they're afraid of rejection from their partner or um, they want to change their career, like whatever, like they want to be more authentic. Like, mm -hmm. um, I think we have the expert for that here today. So um, <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to them? Um, you know, it's kind of two different conversations. So the first thing you were talking about where if they want to explore something kinky and they don't know how to talk to their partner, it's definitely... Communication is so important in a relationship. And if you feel ashamed or embarrassed, you shouldn't. If, as long as you're not hurting anyone and as long as it's consensual and everyone's of an adult age, you know, you should be free to express things that you want to enjoy. And your partner in turn should be understanding. And if that, you know, if you guys aren't compatible sexually, you have bigger problems. Uh, you know, and if my husband came to me and tomorrow was like, I have a balloon fetish, let's explore that. I'd be like, okay, and it might not be for me, but I want to go through that with him because that's connecting us in a different way, you know? Um, as far as people wanting to explore something and do something that they love, you know, when you're at work and if you work a job that you hate, what do you think about doing on the weekends? You know, do you think about, oh God, I want to, I just want to have a whiskey. Maybe you should start a whiskey blog. Maybe you should, you know, do tastings and write about it. Maybe that'll bring you happiness. Or maybe, you know, oh, I just want to go bike riding. Well, maybe you should start bike riding. Maybe you should start a bike riding company or a tour company. It's, and the things that you're thinking about when you're miserable at your job is what you should be doing. And even if Very it makes you less awesome. money, it'll bring you more joy. And usually I would say if it brings you more joy, you're probably going to be more successful at it than working some job you hate. Mm, yeah, and I, I think I, I totally agree with everything you are saying. And I think for everyone who's listening to this, like um, at the end of the day, like I think um, you can always live for the approval of others. But I think this is like a terrible way to live your life. Like, yeah, why would you want to live yeah. under the approval of others? Like. It's, what would you know so if you sit there and you're like what would my mom think what would my parents think what would mm -hmm. my my friends think it's like you're gonna be 85 years old and you're gonna wish you did these things your friends are gonna care for two seconds and if they really care they're not your friends 
Yeah. Live yeah, for and, you. Live, do what I, makes you happy, not your friends. You know. True, true. And I think um, the saddest thing about it is that we want the approval of others, and those people don't really approve of themselves. So. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I could not have said that better myself. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so um, let, let's switch gears here. So um, I think a lot of people who are listening to this would also love to hear, like, what are your best sex? Uh, what, what would be your best <laughs> advice on sex? So, um, yeah, share that with us. Um, I, for sex in real life? Like real uh, life sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think some of the best sex I've had in my personal life is just unscripted, fun, silly, exploring It's sex shouldn't be this big dramatic performance. It should just be fun. And it, whether that's you at home with your dick in your hands or you with a harem of women, I mean, whatever makes you happy, you know, but it doesn't need to be, I think a lot of people stress out like, oh, it has to be, you know, sex has to be A, B, C, and D. It's like, no, you can mix it up. You can try new things. You know, you can just have fun. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, great advice. And I think um, a lot of people uh, um, have said what I found out personally is that a lot of people think that um, when they would be sharing certain things where they might think that people might reject them for them. Um, mm -hmm. I think you will find out if you're just honest with people, like most people are into a lot of things that you wouldn't yeah. imagine. So, <laughs> you know, what? I've, no I've noticed that I've noticed like a lot of people that have been ashamed of something sexually, right? As I mean, some, yeah. you know, um, if, for example, if a, f a friend in our circle came and said, you know, I they want to tell everyone like I enjoy being spanked, right? If, yeah. I like if you were a, um, a straight man and you like being spanked, hypothetically. I think the biggest fear is that the friends would point at you and laugh and go, ha, 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 you like being spanked. You're such a loser, right? So they never say it. And they live their yeah. life, like, spank-free. Whereas if you just came out and you were like, yeah, I like being spanked. And, mm. and they go, ha, 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 it's over in five minutes. Your worst, worst fears are done. And who cares? Yeah. And you just own up to it, you know? Yeah, I, I, I really love it. Getting over that hump that I understand is very difficult for people. You know, that fear of rejection or the fear of being teased or embarrassed or so. Yeah. And I think um, here also, like, I think there's no right and wrong. Like, for instance, yeah. like a, a friend of mine who I've known for 10 years or something, I won't mention his name, but um, <laughs> he has <laughs> shout out my man. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he basically is in a, in a, an open relationship with his girlfriend and they're together like since they're 16 or something. And um, he's like into the whole like cuckold thing and watching her girlfriend like enjoying multiple dudes and i'm like always like okay man yeah. for me it's a bit I crazy but, um, yeah, but, but, but I, i i really just um think um i'm i i think that he's living his truth like yeah. I, i think like uh, it doesn't matter what i think or someone else's things i think um if if you are into those kind of things like go ahead man yeah, like there's, there's no, like you, seriously I, i guarantee you he goes to bed and he doesn't lose a wink of sleep over it whereas someone that might not be living what they enjoy is stressed about it constantly yeah. you know and yeah, yeah if that's what you enjoy man like live it up i love it i then that's one thing that porn taught me is like there's so many different realms of sex and and fun and so many different things you can do. And it's so fun just to learn that about other people. You're like, dude, you're a cuckold. That's awesome. You know, it's not yeah. for me, yeah. but that that's rad. Yeah. And, and I think this is also like, for instance, like, um, when you are like very confident about it and you don't make a big deal out of it, I think like mm -hmm. people just respect it. Like this guy is so honest about it and so confident about it. Like he, 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 he basically shares the story um, with his guy friends. Like, it isn't a big deal. And like, everyone is like, it. it's a bit weird, but uh, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure yeah. like it, he gets it off his chest and no one cares. Everyone yeah. might, like laugh at it because it's a funny story, but yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, I love it. He sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's like, he's like, he, he was like last year or something. He was like phoning me and he, he said he was, uh, he was angry that uh, the other guy was like shy and didn't kiss his girlfriend. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Like, I would be so angry. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but 
Yeah, like like I would never do certain things like that, or I yeah. would never. But 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 like to each uh yeah. Each their own, yeah, definitely, exactly. definitely. Like, I, yeah. So, um, besides porn, besides sex, like, what will it fascinate you, Danny? So, um, I'm actually also an artist. Um, I when I was talking about uh going to school and stuff, I was actually going to art school, and um, in you know when I'm not naked on the internet, <laughs> I'm actually um, I do art, I do pointillism. Um, and I just anything art I'm I love so. <laughs> How did you get into that? Like I just what always, kind of art like painting with oil or what kind of I art? do pointillism. It's like I wish I had a piece in here, but I don't. But um, it's like the little dots, and then the dots create a grayscale, and I do portraits. Oh, okay. So, but instead of the dots, I do letters, and I usually do portraits of like writers or musicians or people that I like that. Um, And I, all of the dots are letters and it makes up like the names or the texts and the quotes and the, all that. So. And, yeah. and you do this for fun or like professionally? Uh, no, I, I, I started doing it for fun, but I do actually like sell my pieces and I do shows. Oh, I don't oh. go by Danny Daniels. I go by Kira Lee because I didn't want you to try shows. to like. Huh? You do shows also? Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I've done gallery shows. I've been in a museum in New York, and um, I just, I oh, are you showing? Oh yeah, this is the commission I just finished. Um, I don't know if you know the TV show Archer. No, but uh, so it looks but fun. if you yeah. zoom in, it's all lettering. Mm, I don't know yeah, I can see. So yeah, but um, thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I do shows, but I go by purely. I go by my real name because I didn't want to try to use my Danny Daniels fame for something that has, you know, porn and, and painting isn't similar. So I wanted yeah, to try to do it. Not at all, I would you know say. I mean? like, <laughs> not at all. So I felt like that would be like an easy approach, right? To be like, mm -hmm. oh, Danny Daniels art. But I, I wanted it to be, you know, unique in a sense. Yeah. And, 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 and do you just do it for fun? Or did you like wanted to have like a side income and where like painting like from a very young age or... Originally, I mean, obviously, like before I started stripping and porn and the whole thing, I went to college because I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to make my income purely from art. Um, and then now I, st I started doing it for fun. And then now I'm doing commissions, but it's not for the money. It's just because I enjoy it. Um, actually, at the moment, I'm donating all of the money made from my art to help people that have been affected by the virus. And I'm donating to the Red Cross and the Red Cross International. So it's just I, it's just something I enjoy. And, um, you know, it's, I've been fortunate that I get a bunch of commissions and it's, it's a great, but it's just, it brings me joy <laughs> when I have my it's, clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> um, does commission mean like, for instance, like someone says you should paint this and that and they pay you yeah, for it I'm and sorry. then you paint it on? Yeah. yeah. So a commission is, um, if, for example, like if I had a show in New York and I had 10 pieces up, someone goes, I love that, but I want you to do a Mick Jagger. So they would pay me to do a size of a piece that they would want of a person they would want. So, yeah. I think you're I living a, a the dream those, life but. of most artists, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really fun. And like, I'm fortunate that I can take on as many, you know, commissions and pieces that I want to do. And it's, it's fun. It's good. <laughs> I can't complain. <laughs> and um could you please also unpack for us like um how is it um running your own shows for your paintings like um yeah it's good um i i've done it different ways i've done group shows which are really those are actually my favorite because um you have a bunch of artists that get together and you usually have like a theme and everyone interprets their own thing and it reminds me a lot of when i was in school And you would like do your work and then everyone would present together. And it was just like this cool coming of together of creative minds. Mm. Um, and I and I love doing solo shows as well because, um, you know, I did shows where I had, I think my last, the last big solo show I did, I did like 35 pieces. And it's a challenge. 35 um, pieces. Like <laughs> how much time did you need to, to paint It's all those month. things? Like. It's a fun. <laughs> and at the end, I, I was working like sun up to sundown and I actually like only was painting. And so it was, it was a really fun challenge, but now I'm kind of doing it the opposite. So now I'm working on a show at my own pace 
And when I'm done with everything, then I'll show everything instead of like having a due date and trying to finish everything because I do have other businesses and I do have other things I have to do. So um, I'm kind of doing it backwards. And I've actually noticed that I enjoy that a lot more because I when I get inspiration for something, I can do it. So like I just finished a Churchill and he's made out of cigar wrappers and there's text over it. and There's a whole bunch going on. But um, yeah. Yeah, my, my, my ex-girlfriend was also an artist and she studied art and um, that's why I sometimes like painted with her, but um, I'm, I'm the worst painter ever. I so <laughs> Maybe you haven't found your like technique yet because like, yeah. I'm a watercolorist, like I hate watercolor. I hate it with every fiber of my being. So you just got to, you know, find what you Mix like. It up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, and 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 um when when you're running a show like um like how is the whole thing working like for instance you have to meet, book a certain room and then you have to invite people how does it work when you're or do you have like a manager who's like working out all those different details so you usually have a manager and you usually have like a gallery that you show through i mean there's also like unique things where like you could like rent your own space and just do your own show but some usually you go through like a gallery The gallery has like a client email list that they'll send out like, hey, we're doing the show. I have a client email list that I'll send out. So you just kind of like bring the both. They just provide like the space and I provide the art. And you mm -hmm. whether it's a weekend or a month long show or whatever it is um, that usually uh, you go through like a gallery through your, like a manager. And like that's all the business stuff. And I'm like, I just want to paint. <laughs> <laughs> Got and then it. I just want to stuff too like I have a website it's kiraleeart.com um, I sell a lot through Etsy just because Etsy is a great platform um, so I have like my pieces on there all the ones that are you know available at the moment and I do commissions through there so it just depends you know cool and um, do you want to leverage like your your painting career long term to to make something like very very big out of it and maybe um move out of porn or do you just want to do like continuing uh, both things and pursuing both things at the same time I used to think that I wanted when I was in school I wanted to be an artist and then when I started doing porn I was like oh I'll do porn to pay off school then maybe I'll start just doing art and then I moved to New York And I was like, I'm going to try this art thing. And now I've been here for almost five years. And I've gotten to the point where I love doing porn. And I love creating my own content, my own websites. And I love painting. So I'm kind of doing both. And I don't want to leave one or the other. So I, I'll do porn as long as it's fun. And I'll do art as long as it's fun. So mm. it's just kind of the two sides of me and I just I just settled for being like why can't I do both why do I have to pick yeah. one you know so I, I think um I was also thinking about like for instance like a lot of people um, because I'm doing this like long term and we are also running mm -hmm. a company so a lot of people are like asking me oh should I quit my job or certain things and um I'm like always like okay you don't have to quit your job like if you're into painting or if you yeah. want to become an artist or if you want to do like something online or want to build a business online or something like that like you, you can do those things on the weekends like I think a lot yeah. of people have this either or mentality and they have this mentality mm -hmm. of they need to choose and they need to do only one thing but um I think like man you can do multiple things so definitely definitely and like you know art painting and porn for me are so dramatically different I think if I didn't have one of them I would feel unfulfilled mm. in a sense you know like I I love both you know and both are two sides and maybe tomorrow I want to add on a third thing or a fourth thing you know there's <laughs> no like you know, maximum But yeah, I think you're right. I think everyone wants to like, oh, I have to have like, what do you do for a living has to be yeah. one thing. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I think this, this comes back to um, a lot of people are looking like left and right and up and down and they're looking like what everyone else is doing. And like mm -hmm. most people just have one job or they are only doing one thing. But um, I totally agree with you. I think it's like so boring. Like, for instance, only doing one thing. If I would only uh, do like our company stuff, like uh, it would be 
boring as hell and for instance if yeah. i would be only doing podcasts i don't know if i would be <laughs> recording so many episodes but um for me it's like fun like to, to 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 do different things and i think um a lot of people really know this at the end of the day like for instance um when someone is like going to the gym or when someone is like traveling like always doing the mm -hmm. same thing and always having like a repetitive life is like really boring for most people i would say like for yeah. instance like i need like toast like for breakfast for uh, like five years this would be impossible <laughs> yeah. some so. people love routine like some people love that like some people have to have this i have a friend that was like that he likes the same breakfast same lunch same <laughs> dinner every day he's very routine but for me like oh no like i would go crazy i have to yeah. mix it up <laughs> so um danny at the end i always ask five questions but um before i ask those five questions what would you tell because um i've picked your brain up on life advice and so so many different things like what would you tell to everyone who is listening to this when it comes down to life life advice relationships and all those different things like what would be your best advice for for everyone who is listening to this definitely always do what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting anyone um it's, communication is so important you know you know the answer is always going to be no unless you open your mouth um, it, it, with anything, with your love life, with your job, with your friends, with, you know, always communicate, always tell people what you're thinking and you'll feel, you know, that you'll feel better yourself at getting it off your chest. Um, but, and you have to live your life for you, you know, don't live it by what you think other people are going to think of you live it for yourself. I think that's the key to living your happiest life. <laughs> Got it. So um, where can people uh, buy your artwork, connect with you on the social webs, uh, watch your videos and so on and so forth? Um, my art is at CuraLeeArt.com or my Etsy store is CuraLeeStore.com. Um, you can go to my website, DannyDaniels.com or Daily Bush. <laughs> I have every, go on the internet. Danny's Things um, has everything. So it's Danny's Things.com. And I just put everything there just to keep it easy. But yeah. <laughs> if all else fails go to Pornhub <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the first out of the five question is Danny um, what are the three books that influenced your life the most ooh um, I just read Todd Phillips uh, Tom Phillips uh, brief Humans A Brief History of How We Fucked It All Up and it's great it's very humorous um, I struggle title. with history <laughs> Yeah, it's a great, it's actually behind me, but um, it's a great book. Um, I wanted to learn more about history, but I have a horrible memory. So he does it in a very humorous like way. Um, probably um, I have a book, The 30,000 Years of Art. And it's like this thick and this big. And it's just an encyclopedia of everything. So if you want to learn about art um, or if you just want like a quick reference, that's a great book. And probably... Um, off the top of my head, I have, ah, you know what? My husband's book. My husband <laughs> wrote a book. Actually, yeah, that's my number one. My, I, it's a, he just wrote it, so I don't put it in the sense of like a book that shaped me, but it's definitely, if I could only have five, three books for the rest of my life, that would be one. It's, um, <laughs> it's called Wait for the Corn. Um, it's available on Amazon and it's about love, relationships, life advice, him being married to me. It's just got some great stuff on it. So internet culture. Um, so yeah, <laughs> those three. Got it. The second question is, um, what are the three movies that you have enjoyed the most? Three Mine? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I scene? love, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, which scene did you have? Um, Danny Dare and Danny Dare. Yeah. Um, I love the Harry Potter movies. I'm a super nerd. Um, we have a Harry Potter bathroom. So I, if I don't say Harry Potter, I'd be lying. Um, Snatch. I love Guy Ritchie. Um, mm -hmm. And probably Lord of the Rings. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and um, How to Marry a Millionaire. Yeah, I love Warren <laughs> Bacall, so that's also, yeah, uh, four. <laughs> Got it. Um, the third question is, uh, what is the most useful product or service that you have bought in recent memory? My toy. <laughs> um, 
My Doc Johnson toy, yeah. Um, my most useful product, probably my easel. I use my easel all the time, my art easel. Um, my computer, because I use it for my websites. Um, and oh, something that's not an easy answer, I'd probably say most useful product. <laughs> Honestly, my ring light. I use my mm. ring light all the time. Like if you're a, if you want to be a content creator, yeah. Like for anything, I highly recommend a ring light, one that does warm and cool settings and that has a dial that you can turn it up and down. It is a awesome investment. You can get them for like 60 bucks. So. <laughs> yeah. Um the fourth question is uh what are the most important revelations that you've had in the last couple of years and we had some guests who shared something deeply personal Ooh, about um, their family life relationships uh travel time like, so speak to anything like things i've learned yes or exactly just... about life human nature mm. whatever so um yeah feel free Ooh, to take okay. your time <laughs> Um, I, uh, one, one was, I was definitely surprised how few things mattered in the long term that I thought would matter in the moment. Hmm. Like there were so many times I was so stressed out about so many different small little things and looking back like the last 10 years, say very few of them still mattered. Is, is, is yeah, totally, totally, like, totally. You know, you spend yeah, I can with things like that. Statistic that, that you like ninety percent of the things you worry about never happen or something like that. But yeah. I'm actually looking back. I'm like, God, I stressed out so much about so many things that like now I'm like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Loves this. Another one is probably one of the best moments is when I figured out that other people's opinions don't matter. That was a tough mm. one. A big one. A big one. That was I would a say. tough one. Yeah, yeah, that was a tough one. Um, and just doing what made me happy, even with the consequence of sometimes with my friends and family, like that was a biggie, but that was probably something that like is one of the most important lessons I've learned. So, and um, oh, you should definitely, and the last one, I have one more. Definitely your, your partner should be your best friend. Mm. Highly recommend. Um, I love my husband. He is my best friend. And I don't like doing things without him because it's we have this great relationship. And uh, I just can't imagine. I've been in relationships where they weren't my best friends. And it's just so different. So I think your partner should be just your bestie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> love this. Um, the last question for today is what would you tell your 20 year old self? Oh, my 20-year-old self. That's funny because I got into porn at 21. So I'd probably say strap in for a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'd say, you know, 10 years, because I'm 30 now. So 10 years from now, you're going to be living your perfect life. So just stick with it and stay happy. Got it. So, um, Danny. Thank you so much for the episode. Thank it was you. amazing. Thank you for so, me. That was awesome. <laughs> I really enjoyed this episode. Um, so thank you so much for 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 your time and yeah, sharing your advice Thanks for and your having life me. Story. You're a great interviewer, so it was awesome. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. Also, make sure to share the podcast and tell your friends about it. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Over and out. 